Sometimes I think we forget that all of these things that we're doing to better ourselves, the personal development, the positive self-talk, the practicing good habits and having good consistent routines, all of these things are good for us and make our lives better. But by doing these things, we're also creating a model for our children. We are demonstrating to them that because we value ourselves, we see our own potential. And so we invest in ourselves in these ways. This gives them the permission and the model to value themselves, to see their own worth, and to invest in their lives too. See, all of the work you are doing on yourself is going to positively affect your relationship with your family for years to come, and it's going to affect their lives for years and years and even the lives of their children. Now, I want to give you some practical tips and ideas for helping your kids develop their own routines, their own positive habits, their own personal development curriculum that's going to help them set themselves up for success now, no matter what their age is, and later as adults. I'm going to give you inspiration in five areas of your kid's life, creating a schedule to help them stay structured, creating a personal responsibilities chart to help them manage expectations and take responsibility for their things and the areas that they take up space in. I want to help you help them learn ongoing self-care and what that means. Help them nurture and manage their relationships and instill in them a deep value and regard for their personal development. It's never too early, so let's get started. Thanks for being here. I'm so glad you're here. Stay tuned. This is the Motivation for Mom show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to join me in my planner makeover course that is now available, where I'll teach you how to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally make guilt-free time for things like self-care and all the fun stuff you want to do, all with a strategic use of a planner. In this course, I'll teach you how to get the most out of your planner and how to simply be more intentional with your time. It's all about making your life easier and making your time more meaningful. If you need this, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com. That's the mama, M-A-M-A, miracle.com to get this online course today. Now go enjoy the episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms, episode 98. Whoo! Wow. So my 100th episode is coming up in a couple weeks. And to celebrate episode 100, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be doing something really special for a dear listener. I'm going to cover a $1,500 tuition for one special mama for my brand new 12-week transformational coaching program. Think of this like I'm offering a scholarship for a very in-depth 
personal development curriculum experience for a special mom who wants to dramatically change her life for the better in many areas of her life. Now, like I said, this 12-week course is valued at $1,500, and to celebrate episode 100 of the Motivation for Moms podcast, I'm going to hand-select a dear listener of this show, could be you, to help launch this 12-week coaching course with me, and we are going to change her life. If you've ever thought about working with a life coach, if you've ever thought about investing in a high-ticket online course to transform your life and your habits and your goals, your relationships, and really truly level up in every area of your life and meet that level 10 version of you, you are going to want to get in on this opportunity to get this truly life-changing experience for no cost. Now listen, here's what you'll need to do. I'm going to open up the application process next week and I'll let you know when I do. But for now, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com forward slash scholarship. That's themama, M-A-M-A, miracle.com forward slash scholarship to get on the interest list so that I can send you over the details on how to apply next week. So if you're on that interest list, you'll be the first to get all the information about how to get in on this scholarship. In other news, quick shout out to a few special people who listen to the show. First off to Shauna, who emailed me to say, Hey Sarah, I stumbled upon your podcast and I have been listening now every morning for 37 days. It has been a complete game changer. I took your planner makeover course and it has lit a fire under me that I didn't think was possible. I suffer from high anxiety. Since listening to your podcast and taking your course, it has gotten a little bit better. I just listened to your episode of Don't Give Up. I started tearing up at the end. You have given me the motivation and determination to keep going. I've never experienced anything like it. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for giving me the support that I've been looking for. I appreciate you so much. I, I, I look forward to listening to you every single morning. Have an amazing day. XOXO, Shauna. So that email totally made my day. I appreciate you, Shauna, so much for shining your light and giving back to me in this way. She said that she's been listening for 37 days straight. I mean, wow, that's so incredible. I don't think I've ever listened to a a single podcast for 37 days straight, but now I want to because you, my dear Shauna, have inspired me. Actually, you've lit a fire under me because, girl, if you keep this up, then I'm going to have to just make more episodes than twice a week. So (laughs) thanks again, Shauna. And to a couple of Instagram friends, Mental Health Mama and Neko Tiqua, I hope I said that right, who both posted a screenshot of this show to their Instagram stories. Thank you so much for sharing that you're listening to the show on Instagram and being an inspiration to your fellow mommies. If you want to get a shout out on an upcoming episode, just go to iTunes and write a quick review, send me an email like Shauna did, or post a screenshot of this podcast to Instagram and just be sure to tag me at Sarah Munder so that I can see it. I promised that today I would help you help your kids live more intentionally and set themselves up for success. And look, it's not about being a drill sergeant. Kids need the space to live freely and be creative and play. And sometimes it's about not having an agenda. But I've come to find that they have more freedom to be expressive and live with ease 
when they have the support of a structure in place, and that's where you and I come in, our job is to help create that container for them to thrive and learn and grow in so that they know what to expect and so they know what's expected of them. So today I want to give you tips and ideas in five areas of your kids' lives, as I mentioned in the intro. Number one, I want to talk about helping them create a daily schedule. Now the idea of forming a routine begins when our children are babies, right? Their bodies naturally sleep and wake and want to eat on a rhythm. And we can use their natural rhythms to help our kids develop a schedule as they get older. If your kids are old enough to understand the concept of time, get them involved in making a daily schedule. This is a great opportunity to teach them about how clocks work. At this time we get up, at this time we eat breakfast, at this time we take a nap or rest, at this time we play outside, and so on. With my older daughters, we had a schedule when they were at home doing virtual learning this year. And now that they've started back to school in person, of course, now we have to make a new schedule that looks a little different. So now they're going to bed earlier because, of course, we have to get up earlier to get out the door to get them to school. Even the weekends are planned out. They know that Friday nights are pizza and movie night. Saturdays are free play days at home. On Sunday mornings, we all go out as a family for what we call Family Adventure Day. The longer the kids practice a weekly schedule, the easier it is for them to get ready and get out the door when they need to because they know what to expect and what's expected of them. Knowing what to expect helps us all transition better between activities and tasks, which is very important for energy management no matter what age you're at. So get your kids involved in creating a daily schedule. Number two, create a responsibilities chart with them. Some might call it a chore chart, but I like to call it a responsibility chart because in my family, I like to include more than just chores on there, but other things that I expect of them as well that they can check off. If your kids are old enough, help them create their own responsibility chart. Now, I'm not a huge fan of daily incentives like allowance or sugary treats for completing responsibility charts because really... They need to be able to handle their responsibilities regardless of whether or not they get that special reward every day. However, my kids know that the consequence for not doing their chores and responsibilities means that they don't get screen time, which just makes sense. I do like the concept of monetary allowances on a weekly or monthly basis because it gives them something to look forward to and work extra hard for. But I don't personally think that weekly bonuses like this should be used to reward daily behavior because kids, especially the littler ones, need that immediate gratification. They need same-day rewards for their work. It's harder for them to do something today that they're not going to see rewards till until Friday. But you know your kids and what works for them, and so you have to do what you think works for your family. We do weekly pizza and movie night every Friday, which gives them something to look forward to at the end of a long week of school. But this is not related to their daily responsibilities, which are expected to be done every day before any screen time. I hope that makes sense. When it comes to making their chart, my girls love filling out their chart for the week. Hmm, I wonder who they got that from. It leaves them feeling satisfied that they accomplished something, and it gives them a sense of ownership over their home responsibilities instead of it just coming 
from me as commands, right? If they're really little, you can start with using pictures instead of words. So instead of writing, make the bed, you can use a little picture of a bed, for example. Other things that my kids put on their responsibility chart are things like going potty right when they wake up in the morning for my youngest because she still tends to forget, and things like brushing their teeth and making sure all their clothes are put away, not just laying on the floor, which was happening a lot. It's never too early to teach kids how to be responsible for their things and for the space that they take up. They're watching us from the minute they are born and they are taking in everything that we're doing and learning from us. They're watching our little habits. They're watching us when we make our bed after we get out of it. They're watching us put dishes away when we are finished with them instead of just leaving them on the counter. They're watching us when we help put books and toys away when we're finished with them. This is an ongoing practice for me that I just did not value enough when my girls were super, super little and taking it all in. Now that they're a little bit older, I'm finding it to be more of a challenge because I feel like I didn't really set the example when they were super little. And so guess how I'm doing things different now that Atlas is a baby. I also like to keep little signs around the house that remind me to slow down and finish what I start and put things away when I'm done with them. I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit ADD. I definitely need these little reminders to put things away as I go, to clean as I go, to pick up after myself. I know that if I want my kids to have good habits like this, I have to lead by example and I'm always having to work on this personally. Number three, teach your kids what self-care is from early on. We take care of them, and as they get bigger, they learn how to take care of themselves. Give them opportunities from early on to try to do things for themselves, even if they can't do it perfectly yet. I let my kids practice brushing their teeth from early, early on, but I always do a once-over when they're done just to make sure to get all of the areas more completely. Teach them how to brush their hair and clean themselves Don't always just do it for them, even though it's much quicker to do it for them. And beyond the basics of self-care, we can teach them how to exercise and why it's good for them. We can teach them about nourishing foods and what it does for their body. We can teach them about what being mindful looks like and feels like. We can teach them how to do breathing exercises to calm down when they need to. We can teach them that it's okay to get alone time when they need it or when they feel like they need more connection and how to ask for that. We teach them about positive self-talk and affirmations. And of course, in all these things, we model it for them. And they learn most from our example. When they see us practicing self-care and when they hear us talk about it, they're going to be so much more inclined to do it as they get older. Because isn't that what we want for them as they get older and they turn into adults? Don't we want them to be people who love and care for themselves? Well, then it starts with us. Let's redefine what motherhood looks like. Are we giving them the message that motherhood is exhausting and tiring and we're always such a mess and we never have it together? Or are we showing them by example that we value our role and so therefore we take care of ourselves? I think this is important. Number four, teach your kids the value and importance of their relationships. We talk a lot about relationships in my family. I truly believe that relationships are the most important aspect of our lives. My stepfather always says that it's not about what you know, 
but who you know. And I've always found this to be true time and time again. And if I think if you expand this idea, you realize that our interactions, our relationships with our immediate families, with our neighbors, with our friends at school or work, with our mentors, and even with ourselves, all have a tremendous impact on how we feel and how we experience life. Think about it. Think about how you feel after a negative encounter with someone versus a positive encounter. It changes your whole day, doesn't it? I've noticed that when I pick up my kids from school, I ask them how their day went, and they always talk about what they did with their friends and whether the other kids were nice to them or were mean to them or if someone made them feel special. They rarely just volunteer information about their schoolwork or what they did for learning at school, but they always want to tell me first about their interactions with their peers and their teachers. And it just goes to show what a big part of their lives their relationships are. So teach them how to build strong relationships. Teach them how to resolve conflicts. Teach them how to respond when someone insults them or teach them what to do when they see someone not being nice to another kid. Teach them how to be responsive and not reactive and about taking responsibility for our interactions with others. We're all human. We're all going to say and do things we regret. In our household, we practice acknowledging when and where we do this and we take responsibility for it and commit to doing better while also acknowledging where we are at any given time. So in my family, we don't apologize for feeling the way we feel. For example, if we feel really overwhelmed or really overly tired or hungry or whatever feelings we're having, we acknowledge where we're at, but we also take responsibility for how we act and how we treat others and we apologize when we unintentionally hurt one another or we're unkind or rude or when we know and wish that we could have said or done something a little bit differently. It happens. It's going to happen. But it's always in what we do next. So teach your kids about the importance of all of their relationships in their lives. Number five, teach your kids the value and importance of personal development. It's never too early to discuss personal development with kids. What you do for personal development and what they do might be a little different, but it's always about working to be a better person and live a better life, right? Do you know that some people don't ever even think about this? Some people don't do anything for their personal development, their entire lives. They just go through the motions and they live in reactive mode and they never stop to acknowledge how they'd like to grow or what goals they'd like to achieve or how they'd like to leave this world a better place. But you are listening to this podcast and so I know that it's important to you. And you and I are already demonstrating the value of personal development when our family sees us listening to podcasts and reading books and journaling and working with coaches and a therapist and all the things that we do to better ourselves and our lives. And we can talk to them about why we do it because we want to be better people and we want to be a good mommy. And you know, their personal development comes in the form of self-reflection and learning from people around them, learning from stories that they read, learning from positive shows that they watch like Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, one of my favorites, and other shows that tell stories about how to be good people and how to be good friends and how to manage their big feelings. 
Their personal development comes in the form of them discovering their place in this world and realizing that they are unique and special and that they have gifts to give and they have so much joy to experience. And as they get older, always emphasize the importance of this and about personal development and how to always work on being better and living better and that it never stops and you just keep doing it as you get older. Actually, all of what we talked about today is a part of their personal development. The weekly schedules, the taking care of their responsibilities, the self-care, the relationships, these are all a part of their growth and development and in creating a well-rounded, intentional, and purposeful life based on your family values. And practicing these now will help them set themselves up for success for the rest of their lifetime. I hope this has inspired you in some way today. If you haven't heard it recently, my friend, you are doing such an amazing job. You are right where you need to be on this journey. And if some things are just not working in your life, you can change it. You have that power. And I just want to remind you of that. I am so proud of you. I am so inspired by you. Thanks again for being here. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Talk soon. Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you know a mama who could really use some positivity and motivation in her life, would you please share this episode? You can either hit the share or copy link button or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram using the hashtag motivation for moms podcast and tag me at Sarah Munder. By the way, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, what are you even doing? Get over there, follow my transformational journey and send me a direct message and let me know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I love hearing from my listeners. It seriously makes my day, you guys. And if you're ready to learn how to more strategically use a planner to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks, and finally make time for the important stuff like self-care time and quality time with your family, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com to get my online course, The Planner Makeover Course for only $29 today. I can't wait to share with you the skills and strategies that have changed my life and changed the lives of my fellow mamas who have also taken the course. I'll see you there and I'll see you right here next week on Motivation for Moms.